I'm strapped up. Nothing. What was that about? Let's make the fight happen. We strapped the fuck up. Yes, yes, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode of the Strap Season Podcast. I'm your boy Cam. I'm your boy Flows. And as always, make sure you check us out on all the streaming platforms. Uh, it's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, your thing. We're on all of them. Please make sure you hit us up on Instagram or the Twitter. There's a link in the bio which takes us to all of our links on all these streaming platforms. Oh, and YouTube as well, if you like your visuals. That's Strap Season Podcast or Strap Season Pod. All right, boom, 75, bro. Um, I only have one thing to say. <laughs> we can finally review some fights that are coming up. Because <laughs> as of next yeah. week, well, I mean, this week as well, actually, boxing sort of came back. And um, I'd like to say that from a boxing calendar perspective, I think it's next week is when the year's starting <laughs> for the big fights coming in and whatnot. Um Let's uh yeah let's 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 get straight into these reviews, man. Let's get straight into these reviews. Um, I think two sort of biggish fights next week. Um, one's a pay per view fight, which shouldn't be a pay per view fight. But before I get to that one, let's start with Wagwan over here on these shores. Uh, Liam Williams, Chris Eubank Jr. finally going ahead after about five cancellations and postponements. Um, it's, it's been a couple it's been a couple of date changes and whatnot but yeah we're finally here I don't know if yeah, it's yeah, fine yeah. Like, it could, could be more could be less but you know you know what I'm saying <laughs> um, yeah finally it's here man um, a little bit of a grudge match isn't it with this one um, yeah there's needle serious needle between the two I feel like every Eubank fight there's needle he's that type of <laughs> he, you know, he's that type of guy that sort of you know rouse up his opponents and just he talks smack and he has he has no bridges. That's the thing. He's got because he's got that air of arrogance about him. He's almost like he has an air of superiority over his opponent from the jump. And you're thinking, mm, I don't know if you should, if you if you should have that aura or you should be carrying this demeanor because of what you've done in the past. But he has it, and it you clear clear from the you know, it's clear from the build up in it that he thinks he's so much le- levels above Liam Williams. Like he doesn't rate him at all. <laughs> he doesn't rate him, and yeah. obviously. Liam Williams being quite the fiery character that he is, obviously he's not going to have that. Obviously he's going to, you know, go back at him and say, you know, you're overrated, you're trash, blah, 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 blah. So yeah, the build-up has actually been quite entertaining for this one. Um, do, do, do you rate Liam Williams? You find of his one? You, oh, you do? I, yeah, I do. I, okay, I okay, okay. Yeah. I don't think he's terrible. Um, he's, he's, what you, he's like an old-fashioned boxer. Um, the, skill, yeah. the skill level isn't the highest. Yeah, but my man comes to fight. He always comes to fight. He's not going to roll over. He will apply pressure. He'll, he'll make it. He'll make it a tough night for you. What you calling the Scott McTominay of boxing? Yeah, <laughs> Scott McTominay <laughs> runs to the earth, gives hundred percent every night, passion. <laughs> I, I like nah, I get what you mean. I, I get what you I'll mean. Never, I'll never, I'll never, I'll never turn away from a fighter who's like that. Um, yeah, he throws punches as well. Like if, yeah. if you, you can show heart and not throw punches, there's fighters like that. Like what's his name? Your boy, you do rate. Um, uh, he's definitely he's definitely your boy because I don't rate man that don't punch. There's a few boxers like that who just show heart, but they're not they're not competitive. They're not live in the fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Live. Yeah, he is. So, yeah, he is. I, I like. I, I don't. I don't mind Liam Williams. I like him, and I think he could win potentially. But we'll get to that. 
Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, I was gonna say, okay, wow, like, if you think he can win for it, yeah, I'm t- yeah, he can win. Um, <laughs> he can win. I don't think he will win though. Uh, I'll be honest, I'm, 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 I'll favor Eubank on this one. Um, and that's just not me due to rating Eubank. I, I think it's it's quite well documented on, on this pod alone how I yeah. sort of feel about Eubank. I think both of us we have the same sentiments about Eubank. <laughs> I think you, I, no, even, you know, that's you, you don't like it one bit. <laughs> I actually don't mind you back too much. It's, yeah, it's just a lot of hot air with him. Um, he thinks he's better than he is. Um, I do see tools that he has, but obviously just throughout his career, I feel like he hasn't made the right steps to guide him. Not having a trainer for years is one thing. I mean, that's a real mister. I feel like if he could have gone back, gone back in time to take control of his career, he wouldn't do that whole, I don't need a trainer rubbish again. I don't think he would have. Mm. Um, it, it hasn't worked out in the way I think it would have helped. Um, and, you know, he, he he does have some skills, but at the same time, there's always some sort of fundamentals lacking with him, I guess, sometimes. And how, I guess, he sets up his offense. He doesn't really like to fight behind a jab. He sort of jumps in and just throws wild sort of shots and stuff. It can be a bit wild sometimes. Um, I guess with the whole, you know, Roy Jones sort of thing, they tried to sort of market him as someone that obviously now has a, a world-class trainer, Hall of Famer in his corner. He's going to listen to him and we're going to see a more educated, more measured Eubank. And you've seen bits and bobs of it in, in the last couple of fights with, with Roy Jones. There have been some sort of, almost as if Roy was trying to turn him into like a clone of him. <laughs> um, he was doing some Roy Jones sort of things, you know, with the lightning fast jab and moving around and posturing and stuff like that. But yeah, it's Eubank. Eubank is always going to Eubank. He always sort of reverts the type sometimes in these fights and just becomes wild and aggressive and whatnot. So I'm not expecting to see anything more than the usual that we get from Chris Eubank Jr. But I feel like that is still more than enough to put away Leon Williams, who I know is going to be super game. As you mentioned, he's always game, always turns stuff, always comes to fight, even if even if he is overmatched. Um, I actually think this is going to be a good fight, you know. I think it's going to be a bit of a scrap. I think yeah. Liam Williams is going to drag, try and drag. Liam Williams knows, like he, all he knows, obviously, is, to, I guess, turn it ugly and turn it into a, a bit of a war of attrition. And we know Eubank is partial to joining in on that. And he's yeah, quick to... It. He absolutely loves it, bro. So I won't be surprised if we see Eubank attempt to be educated and attempt to box smartly and whatnot. But as soon as they start trading in the pocket... Eubank's going to, he's going to relish it. He's going to join it as well. It's going to be wild. It's going to be fast and furious. It's going to be entertaining, I reckon. I don't think it's going to be a stinker. I think it's going to be an entertaining fight. Um, but yeah, I feel like Eubank just has the edge in terms of, I guess, for me, it's just in terms of like razor sharpness, speed, aggression, power, etc. Which is why I give yeah. it to him. But yeah, I'm actually anticipating quite a decent fight on this one, honestly. Yeah, I agree, man. Um, I think... Eubank should win. He should win. He's he's fought at a better level. He's fought a better opposition. Um, probably got the more, probably more athletic and more skillful as well. Yeah, if if he can be when he when he wants to be. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I went to not that I went too keen. I went to hyped for this fight until like I saw a clip of their little face to face. Eubank, Eubank, they asked Tony Nelson asked uh, Leo Williams. Do you need to control your aggression in this fight? And you might said, oh, you don't need to. I'll control his aggression. <laughs> these, these hands will control his aggression for him. 
I was like, yeah, this is the type of trash talk I need to hear. Yeah, he loves it, you uh, bank. He loves it. He loves winding people up. But yeah, yeah, it should be a good fight. It's definitely. I think they'll both come. They'll both be trading. Yeah. Um, hopefully, we see a few knockdowns. Um, yeah, maybe a mm. knockout at some point. But I think yeah. might, I'll probably think we'll go to 12 rounds. You know? I think so as well. I think we'll go yeah. to 12 rounds. Yeah. Um, if Eubank takes this, uh, it's always, I feel like it's always the same. We always ask this question of Eubank. It's always the same because he's always talking about how he wants these big names and, the, you know, Canelo, Golovkin, Charlo, he wants them all, line them up for him, etc. It's almost like we're perpetually in this frame of mind and asking this question, what next for him? Is this a springboard for him to, for him to fight these other guys? Um, Liam Williams is a decent name, I feel like, but I almost feel like there's still a big jump for him to go from William Williams if he then wants to go into fighting these other guys. But he's got nowhere else to go. He has to... Time's running out for Chris Eubank Jr. Um, the only time that he's fought for world titles is against George Groves. As in a legit world title. Not IBO. Was that a title fight or was that a Super Six series? Yeah, but Gross had the Gross had the belt, didn't he? Oh yeah, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I, I don't think it was a Super Six series, actually. I think it was for the belt. Yeah. I think yeah it no, it was, it was that tournament. It was that was it, was it that tournament? Same tournament that Callan, Same tournament that Callan Smith then beat. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, it was the Super Six. Tournament. It was, and the title was on the line. That's the only time he's fought for a belt, you know. As in a, a proper belt, not the IBO that he was parading around. Oh yeah, the, yeah. The, remember, the, remember the IBO? Yeah. Tr- they try market yeah. it as a world title because it says an IBO <laughs> world title, and we called him for it. So yeah, he he's know. he's been in the game a long time, and only fought for world honors once. Which again, I'm sure he would have thought he would have done a lot more in his career when he started off. He's in his thirties now. I think he's what is he 32, 33? something. I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm, I think he's in his thirties, but yeah. Either, either way, he's been around for a while. He's got to be times running out for him. He's got to be getting these shots. Um, so if he, I mean, if he does make a a good statement, because I guess you can sort of use another uh, middleweight world champion's performance as a yardstick. Boo Boo recently beat Liam Williams and beat him up. To be honest, um, but it, it went. He beat him up, but it, it, was, <laughs> it was ugly. It went, oh, what, okay, yeah. People weren't impressed with Boo Boo after that win. People were walking yeah. away saying, oh, yeah, Boo-Boo's... I like, thought... He, I, I honestly... Okay, obviously, Liam Williams was game. Obviously, I mean, he, he had heart and he... Gave him, put, gave him problems. Put pressure, but, but I thought Boo-Boo showed clear class above him. Like, when he wanted to win, when Boo-Boo wanted to turn it on, he did, and he was dropping him and whatnot. So, yeah. yeah. Maybe he can use it as a yardstick and maybe, obviously, call out another one of these champions. Charlo's there, Boo-Boo's there, Golovkin or whatever. But um, your time has run out for Chris Eubank Jr., man. If he wants more world title shots, he's only fought once for world title. He needs to go again at least. Um, he believes he should be, you know, he believes he's on that level. Show against Liam Williams and then position yourself nicely for a shot at one of these other men. Maybe. That's that's what I would say to him. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, know, I know people are hungry for him. Like Zach Parker is out for him. Yeah. Um, obviously... I think Zach Parker recently beat Marcus Morrison, who I'm not sure if that was Chris Eubank's last fight. Was it Marcus Morrison's his last fight? I didn't watch it. So, yeah, yeah, it was, it was. So I think he stopped, he stopped Marcus Morrison, whereas Eubank didn't. I think that went 12 rounds. And Zach Parker looks good. But once again, like you said, if Chris Eubank's serious about making waves, he needs to be looking at the champions. Yeah. Again, with the Golovkins, the Charlos. Yeah. He keeps saying Canelo, but or maybe he's just, <laughs> 
go search for Billy Joe Saunders, see what he's saying, where he's at. Um, oh, yeah. But he needs a he needs a big fight and needs to show because his biggest fights he's lost. Yeah. When it was his. Yeah. Actually, the girl he beat the girl. The girl was finished. That was a count. <laughs> yeah, we, I, we, yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, it's a name, but it wasn't. It was a shell of a shell of the girl. Absolute shell of him. Was he was cooked. The, the, this is him, the girl that couldn't, that was drooling when he spoke. Like, his, he was shot to pieces. When everyone knew the girl was losing that fight, like yeah, the girl was absolutely done out. But as a name, yes, good name to take out. You know, retired, retired ex champ and whatever. But yeah, it wasn't that kind of win I don't think it was it was but, too easy that's one of his biggest fights when we talk about his big yeah, yeah BJ Saunders yeah. George Groves and obviously two of those fights he lost the Billy Joe Saunders yeah. was close it was a very close fight um the George Groves fight he got, I think he got schooled he got given the boxing yeah. lesson a lot of people a lot of people to this day I was still because I was one of the only ones saying George Groves is going to beat this guy up a lot of people will say Eubanks is going to get him blah blah they see him in the gym because in the gym, Eubank looks, he looks amazing. He's, he's doing the speed draws and stuff. He's looking like a million dollars. Inspiring but looks great. He looks fantastic inspiring as well. He's always in shape. He lives the life, you know, so mm. a lot of people, a lot of people were, were blinded by that. And I said, mm, Gross. I said, how is he going to do a Gross jab? I don't think he'll be able to handle the jab. And yeah, we saw Gross gave him a, a good lesson on how to, you know, in world championship boxing. Um, but yeah, we'll see how, Eubank Jr. navigates this, but I'm pulling for, yeah, Eubank victory. It's gonna, I think it's going to go the full 12. Um, and yeah, we'll just see how he looks if he puts out a statement. Yeah, I agree. Cool. All right. Let's hop over to uh, America. We'll quick, quickly touch upon this because not much to touch upon, but the guy obviously we're talking about was a name. He was one of the biggest names in the division. Keith Furman was, you know, I, as you know, one of my favourites. He was one of my favourites. Obviously, he's not really active these days. Um, bit of a bad fall from grace. He was number one. But um, it looks like, you know, 2022, he's looking to get active. Out early doors. He did fight. Um, he did fight last year. It wasn't very convincing. He didn't look great. Um, I think it was last year when he had his little comeback fight. Oh, I thought his last fight was still Pacquiao. I can't lie. Wait, wait, I might, I might be wrong. Wait, let me check. I, I haven't checked, but I can't remember seeing the right. I swear he, I swear he fought post Pacquiao. Oh no, he's right. You're right. Fair. Bloody hell, he hasn't fought since he was. Oh my gosh, Keith. Yeah, this is why I'm cooking him. Damn. Yeah. Oh, he, so, good. first fight since since July 2000, 2019. Um, he's up against Mario Barrios. Uh, you know, listeners, you might recognize he's recently one of Tank's victims. Took Tank, I think it took him, was it 11 rounds? It took him. Um, very tall, rangy Mexican who, yeah, looks like he's moving up because Barros was the 140 pounder regular title holder. Um, but to be fair to Barrett, he's tall, he's very tall and rangy. So I feel like what a weight makes sense for him, anyways, in terms of dimensions wise. But um, yeah, this is Barrios' first fight at welterweight, I think, up against a proper true, you know, proper natural welterweight in Keith Furman. Um, I guess it's good to see Keith back, but it's almost like time has moved on from Keith and his his era. You know, the Porters, the Keith Furman, the Danny Garcias. Remember, those were the three guys, remember, but that was sort of, yeah. that at 147, those were the guys. And as I said, Keith, Keith roasted, they, they all three of them had like a mini tournament and Keith rose to the top. Yep. And he was the king. 
Yep. Uh, before we can catch props for that. Yeah, man, bro, Keith, this is why I said this is the guy who's going to take over this division. He had two of the belts. He looked amazing. Could box in a variety of styles. Back foot, front foot, had power in both hands. The guy was was a showstopper, man, to watch. Really exciting to watch. Obviously, lots of injuries and it's more than, I feel like it's more than injuries as well. He's had a lot of injuries, but also, I don't know if motivations and stuff like that. Um, I, I know he, he was overweight for a long time as well, that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, he's been sort of trying to talk his way into a fight with these guys in terms of the Crawfords. Uh, Spence, who was chasing him for years, and Keith ducked it. Is now he's now suddenly calling out Spence and say, saying stuff like, "Oh, Spence won't be considered the waterweight great until he fights me." Right? No, <laughs> maybe, maybe back then, <laughs> but not this current Keith. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, so yeah, he's um. He's, he's almost like a, a faded star, I guess, in his division. Um, but I'm happy to see him back. I do feel like... I don't feel like Keith Furman, this current Keith Furman, his age and the injuries that he suffered and the inactivity that he's, that, that's happened with him. I don't see him making any more waves, bro. I won't lie. Even if he does beat Barry Austin, looks good. He doesn't beat Spence, doesn't beat Crawford. He doesn't beat Boots. Like there's a lot of like he's not yeah man I'm no, I'm just I'm just remembering when he said he doesn't know who boots is yeah that's, that's what I'm saying that's part of it, isn't it? like he definitely def you that follows boxing down to a T you know who boots is let's be real um yeah man I don't see him beat any of these guys the glory days are behind him I think and that's purely because of the injuries he suffered in the inactivity that he suffered as well um. Yeah, it is what it is. You don't, you don't want to wait to have a good look at him and see what he looks like? Yeah, he could look good. I mean, he could look good, but I've seen what... I think based off the last couple of fights that he's fought, so before the Pacquiao fight, I think he fought... Was it Lopez? Was it Lopez? It might have been, I'll check. It was Jose, yeah, I'm right. Yeah, it, it was, was Lopez. He didn't look great. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't look he great. Dropped, right? and he got right? I know he got hurt. He got hurt, um, I think. Yeah. Body shot, you know, he's always yeah, had yeah. he's always been very successful for the body. Um he got I know he got caught with a body shot that he didn't he did not look good. I know he was backpedaling yeah. and whatnot. That was a majority decision win. So he didn't yeah. look great against Joselito Lopez, who isn't considered like a like a troublesome, troublesome guy like that. Well, shouldn't be trouble troubling him. The Pacquiao fight, he actually looked better, even though he got dropped. He did look better against Pacquiao, but again, was saying. Should he should have he should have been watching Pacquiao? That's what that's literally <laughs> should should Keith Furman be losing to a 40 year plus Pacquiao who was very ina- inactive and whatnot? Pacquiao was fighting once a year. Should he be losing yeah. to that kind of guy? You would say to that if fair. you're going, sorry. To be fair, the, mm-hmm. the Jose Lopez fight, the Pacquiao fight, he'd come off a long layoff then as well. Like yeah. he had a yes. two, three years then. Two, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. So yeah. You, yeah, like yeah. You, you may be right. In that activity, that, that's three years, two fights, then another three years, and you get back in the ring. It's crazy. But, so, I, I, you, yeah, I don't see, I honestly can't see, like I said, he can look amazing, or he can look really, he can look similar to, I don't think will he recapture. The key firm we saw topple Porter and Danny Garcia back to back, that's when he was at his peak. I don't, I think that's gone. That same speed, explosiveness probably won't be there anymore due to these injuries and surgeries he's had and inactivity. He might—he obviously still have the boxing brain. He's a very, very, very smart guy um, in terms of boxing intelligence and IQ. He's very, very 
cerebral with it, um, as we know. And as I've said this many times, once he's done, he better go into that commentary booth because <laughs> he's sick as a pundit. He'll be sick as a pundit. But um, yeah, I feel like athletically, it's not going to be the same Furman anymore. Um, and these other guys, they're at the peak of their powers right now. The Crawfords, the Spences, the Boots and the Ortizes are up and coming looking like demons. Yeah, man, I don't see him making many more waves anymore. Maybe he can win this fight and then maybe get into a wild big fight with these other guys as a nice little cash out for him. Maybe. Um, they will fight him, I feel like. They definitely will fight him. I mean, Spencer's wanting them for so long. Crawford, was, in fact, they've all called him out for time. Crawford, Crawford used to call him out as well for ages. So, yeah, they might, you know, won't take pleasure in finally fighting him. But, yeah, I don't see Furman making major ways anymore. And once again, this is a joke thing that's a pay-per-view fight. $75 is his costing. <laughs> yeah, um, I agree with everything you said, really. Um, uh, it's a shame because, like you said, you rated Keith Furman highly. Keith Furman versus Spence was the one we was looking looking to see. Before um, Crawford Spence, yeah. Yeah, before Crawford Spence. Um, yeah. At the time, this was looking at, what, 2017? Mm-hmm. 2016, this is a long time ago. Yeah. Um, and I, props to all these guys, waterways, because once Mayweather left, they all got in. Yeah. They all mixed up, and it was a good time. All of them fought each other Spence, Garcia, um, Guerrero, Porter, mm-hmm. Keith Furman. And I think we would have seen Keith Furman, Spence, but then the injuries happened, then he had another injury, and then Spence kind of took over. Yeah. And this fight right here is it's a non-starter for me. Um, mm. Fair play to both of them getting in the ring with each other because it's a bit of a strange one. But I'll say this, Keith Furman could lose. Yeah, <laughs> he could lose, he yeah. Could lose. He could lose because... He's not bad, Barrios. Yeah, he's, he's not bad. Barrios is good. Um, yeah. he's, he's, he's a live opponent. Yeah. Um, Furman could lose. And if he does win, like you say, what, what next thing? Where does he want to go? What's he, what's he realistically going to try and achieve? Mm. He's going to try to take over the division? Because he has to work his way. <laughs> he has to it, work around it. Who's he going to fight next? I think he's going to look to fight one of the title holders talk himself into a title fight maybe or fight a big name I guess not in the aims of cashing out but to see where he's at I guess obviously if he does well he can maybe carry on and whatnot but if he you know, doesn't do great at least he's got There's a nice no little no excuse for one of the champions to fight no excuse yeah. Yeah. I don't want to hear that if as soon as Spence and you guess um, you know fight yeah we need an undisputed fight off the back, back of that immediately mm. Mm. Immediately. When's, yeah. when's that fight scheduled for? You guys, Spence. That's uh, been agreed, right? It's been agreed. I don't think we've got a date yet, but it's been agreed in principle, I believe. And then Firm, what's, what's, not Firm, what's Crawford waiting around for? Who's, who's he got lined up? Uh, it might be Ortiz. Oh, yeah. It might be Ortiz Spence Jr. Boots, Boots might be... Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe if he wins, he can maybe... Crawford can retire him as well. Yeah, <laughs> or he might even be trying to pre winner of Khan Brook. Maybe no, no I, to- I, I doubt it. I doubt it. Oh, <laughs> like there's a rematch clause in that, apparently. So, yeah, oh, rough. <laughs> yeah. I, I just don't know what Fit Firm is trying to achieve. Maybe, maybe yeah. Brunner, maybe call that Brunner if he's looking for money grabs, or whatever. Yeah, let's, let's not judge him too early. Let's see how he looks. He might look brilliant. Yeah, he might look brilliant. I like having him around boxing. Like I said, he's, he's someone, even if outside the ring. 
He's a very he's a very good talker. Uh, mm. you know, he gives very entertaining interviews, great breakdowns and stuff. I still want him around boxing, but I just feel like his aspirations at 147 now, too much time has passed, man. Too much lost time has happened, man. He can't make yeah. up for it either. Um, yeah, it's peak. I want the young bucks to get him out of there. And yeah. this, this is this like a like a mercy killing. <laughs> I, I mean, you, no, I remember you, you did say killing. you did say you want these all, all like his generation to go. They all got go. <laughs> they all got go. And not like we're tired. Yeah, the young bucks need to get him out of there. Yeah, the boots, Virgil Ortiz. Start smoking these guys. Start shouting their name. Furman, come see. Furman, Furman's never gonna go and see. He he, he knows he's on borrowed time. He's never gonna want to go see them, man. You saw what Porter done. Porter's yeah. a about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll call it a date. Yeah, too much so pride, man. Too too much pride. We'll go see the young bucks. Yeah. Like Ben, where's Connor Ben? Connor Ben, start saying Keith Furman's name. True. Yeah, he should. Him. You know, he should. He should. should. Yeah. If, 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 if you call that Porter, yeah, no, call that Furman. I, I want to see something. If all you young bucks are about it, start saying yeah. these guys' names yeah. and get them out of the sport and then go for the champions. Yeah. Get them all out of there. I hear you. I hear you still. I hear yeah. you. I hear you. Young, 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 young. <laughs> what do you always say in America? Young, strong, lion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go take over. <laughs> um, it's a, yeah, as we mentioned, the card is it's ridiculous that it's a pay-per-view, but they do have Leo Santa, Leo Santa Cruz on the card. Um. And also, obviously, yeah, um, as we mentioned, Hosselito Lopez as well is also on the card. So they've tried to stack it a little bit, but I still feel like this is ridiculous that this is going to be on Fox pay-per-view uh, or whatever, Showtime pay-per-view. I don't know which one it is, but yeah. Um, they're trying to get their money. Uh, be interested, Yeah, I'll be interested to see, actually, how much it brings pay-per-view-wise. Furman was kind of a draw, kind of, I guess, when he was hitting his pump. But like I said, it's been, it's been a long time. It's been a long, long time since he's been the main guy, you get me, in the division. So... Yeah, I'd be intrigued to see what it does pay-per-view-wise. But, um, yeah, good luck to both fighters, man. Good luck to both fighters. Mm. Um, yeah, I think those are the fights I wanted to preview. Um, let's uh, let's talk about what's, what's going on in the news. Actually, just quickly, we'll touch upon... There was um, some boxing that occurred this weekend. Briefly, um, we'll touch upon, I guess, Makabu. Um, he, called, he, he fought, he called out Canelo after he won. But um, he, he won by split decision against a guy, I can't remember the opponent's name, South African opponent, someone he's fought before. He fought the guy in 2015. What's his name? Makani? Yep. Oh, Matt? Uh, yeah. Uh, Something like that. Google's free. Let me check. He fought him in 2015. He beat him. Um, uh, actually, let me check. I'll get his name up now. Um, how, do you, how do you pronounce it? Uh, um. Um, Chunu, I think yeah, is Chunu. how I'd say Um, Chunu, yeah. So this this is a guy he knocked out in 2015. You're saying it wrong still. Oh, <laughs> is it oh, I, don't, is... I don't know how you spell it. <laughs> it's... Let, me, let me look at it as well. No, it's, it's, spelled, it's spelled M-C-H-U-N-U. Okay, yeah. Um, Chunu or Chunu or Chunu. Um, Chunu or Chunu. Anyways, yeah. Um, he fought in 2015, knocked him out. Um, but this time it was a lot, lot closer. Um, only won by split decision this time. Um, and afterwards, obviously, he called out Canelo, expected. Um, yeah, so it seems like that, that Canelo sort of fight against him isn't actually set in stone. I think you mentioned it previously that um, Canelo's coach, I forgot his name. Um, what's his name? Um, 
Anyway, Reynoso. Reynoso saying this, he's got, we know, Canelo's got lots of options, isn't it? So it mm. might not be, but he's obviously eking for it. But my point is, you can't be calling out Canelo after a struggle split decision win against a guy that isn't really even that, like, isn't considered a top guy in the division. Not like a, he's not meant to be like a serious opponent for him. A guy you knocked out in 2015, now you're, now you're battling the way in the split decision win. And now you're calling out but Canelo. Last time, last time he was losing. <laughs> he was losing. Well, it was a close fight last time until he got the knockout. Yeah, was it? Okay, yeah. Boy. Yeah, the guy was giving him help last time. I think he was either down or two scorecards at the time of the stoppage. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's boy. But fair play to Mkudu because I'm hearing that ah, uh, they tried to pay him step aside money to make them a carbon fight, and he's turned it down. He's like, nah, he wants he wants to run it. Wants he wants he wants so, revenge. Yeah. yeah, he's like, nah, we need to run that back. Mm. Um, so fair play to him. Obviously, it would have been a lot of money to step aside, and he was yeah. the winner. Yeah, but um, he was like, nah, let's let's run that back. Yeah, fortunately. He lost this time, but yeah, should have. Bacardi should have gone out and made a more impressive display, which he didn't. Exactly, yeah. Um, that's gonna. I can do it. I can play both hands. Canelo can see that and think, yeah, definitely food for me. Take you out, but it can also be like people because don't forget, Canelo has. He's at the stage where people want to almost see him lose. You know how a move they were like, oh, give him someone good. Like they'll say they'll just create. They say, oh, this time, yeah, he's, he's going to get him. He's, he's going to give Floyd hell. And then Floyd, Floyd will wash him, and they'll be quick to say, yeah, but this guy wasn't really a good opponent. Give Floyd someone proper. Give Floyd this guy or whatever. Because I was at that stage where now people are trying to suggest that the people that he beat... You know, I've seen people discredit him clean up the whole super super middleweight division in in one year. People were saying that, oh, yeah, he fought nobodies. They were mm-hmm. saying, Billy Joe's... They kind of a nothing opponent. Billy Joe's nothing opponent. And Caleb Plant's all nothing opponents. If he's serious, he will go. They said, if he's serious, he'll go to like heavy and fight Beterbiev and Bivol and them, man. The same thing's going to happen. These are less, 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 their accolades and resumes are worse than the champions he just beat. Exactly. Who's Beterbiev and Bivol beat? And, 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 that's, <laughs> and the thing is, if Kano does this and he beats all those guys at light heavy, <laughs> they're going to say this, oh, Beterbiev was a 38. He's old, doesn't count. <laughs> So Canelo's at that stage now where people are trying to put in opponents to a pack that which I should give him hell or they want to see him lose because he's doing too well. So obviously with his macabre showing, they're going to see this guy and be like, mm, I don't want to see Canelo fight this guy. He's, he's useless. He's rubbish. Why is he fighting him? Give him someone decent. So it can play both parts, his bad performance. But we don't. We, right now we don't really know. The, the fight is not set in stone, but he's called him out. That whole division, Barakoli, I think it's called out Canelo. So they're all anticipating something. <laughs> it's so annoying. Even Mayweather was at it. He was like, ah, oh, Macabre used to get beaten up at the gym when he used to come through. That ah, oh, Mayweather, um, Canelo was stuck in Benavides. Mayweather is the biggest hater. Who's Benavides' best win? Yep. It's uh, oh, you're asking. It's um, I'm asking. It's um, who, who did he beat the other day? Um, shit, I don't even know. Um, who is that Is he, I was say, yeah, he's, he's, yeah, him. Yeah, we ask, yeah. And we've seen him be beat up. He's like, we, I said, like, we've seen this category touch canvas and be beat up before. So, how can he be? All these guys just want freebies. Go earn your shot. Yeah, Golovkin, man. I can't even lie, even though he fought a lot of the soup cans, he earned the shot. These guys are just thinking, oh, one, two fights, Canelo, come see me. You don't work like that. You got to either hold something. Benavides don't even have a belt. Yeah. 
Charlotte, who's, who's um, Charlotte's best win? Mar. Who's his best win? Mar's best win would be Dovachenko. Or J Rock, maybe. Oh, J Rock. J Rock or Dovachenko. Yeah, at the time, J Rock was undefeated as well. And they need to be seeing each other. All of all, we're asking all these guys who's your best win? See each other. Yeah. And then see Canelo. Yeah. It's winding me up that you're picking people from five, six divisions saying, oh, this is who you should fight. That's a duck in Benavides, you know. Listen, Terbiev beating no one, but great fighter. They've all beaten no one, really. Craig Richards is maybe his best win. Or who did he fight recently? Bivol. Um, can't even remember. But none of these yeah. guys have fought each other really and truly when it could have been fighting. Batovia's, wait, Bivol, yeah, Batovia's best win would be... Callum Johnson, maybe. No, um, Kowalskik. The you, other yes. unbeaten. Yes. He, he was very good, to be fair. He was a... Ch- that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's, but that's, but that's, that's the calibre. That's what we're talking yeah. about, though, Flores. Kowalskik was undefeated, technician mm-hmm. as well, gold, I'm sure, un- amateur medalist and whatnot. Yeah. Highly decorated. That's that's what that's the levels we're talking about. Knows him. Yeah, he wasn't what, well what known. Is, yeah, all these all these people that you're listing that he should be fighting should be fighting each other. Bill yeah. Perturbia fight each other. Both yeah, yeah. Against yeah. And whoever you want to fight, Charlo, yeah. Andre, the whatever, fight each other, and then you have a claim to say, okay, yeah, I'm next. Yeah, but just sit around and then fight. Yeah, but that, that's the way these lot are moving. Take a little out the picture, and then yeah. who who do you want to fight after that? Yeah, and then. All yeah. these people saying Canelo is ducking and picking easy opponents. They won't. <laughs> these people aren't easy. Yeah, <laughs> they're not easy. He's making it look easy. For real, for real. Um, no, I agree with you. For real, man. That's 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 a good point. Um, there was another fight yesterday as well. Um, wasn't there? Was that it? I can't. Remember. Yeah, Robson, Robson, Coke. Oh, oh yeah, Constant Sal. Um, yeah, Martinez, he, I believe. Yeah, first fight since the loss against Santa Cruz. Not Santa Cruz. Sorry, against um Valdez. Um, yeah. Um, a comfortable uh UD for him. Um, this guy that he beat is also was kind of like an undefeated up and comer as well, someone that they rated as well, I think. So, not well known again, but someone that was potentially a banana skin and he equipped himself well. Apparently, you know, he um, yeah, he, he, he did what he had to do. Um, he's a good fighter, conscious sound man. He's a very good fighter. Um, he was saying post interview, like, you know. He was just super motivated for this one. Obviously, he feels like he should be champion already. Um, and he's trying to come back with a vengeance, you get me, to get what he deserves. So he was proper motivated for this, and which is good because after such a tough loss against a champion in Valdez, and especially in the fight where obviously he felt you'd won, and obviously the dramatics behind it in terms of the whole testing, etc., that can really dishearten some fighters. So it's good that his mentality is all right, cool, I've just got to grind harder, I've got to go harder to sort of get my respect. I like that about him. Um, I'll be intrigued to see, you know, when he does get his next shot, if he does get another shot, to see what happens. Maybe not so much with Valdez, or just another shot in the division, but I'm sure he wants Valdez the most. He he wants that, he wants that rematch ASAP, and mm. Team Valdez, they ain't going to give him that. <laughs> they they will give him that. <laughs> They're not going to give him that at all. Um, no problems coming up. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, before actually that, that that sort of alludes to something we're going to touch upon, but actually, let's um let's discuss this uh heavyweight news, some good news in the heavyweight ranks. Uh, obviously, yeah, I'm sure by now, listeners, you would have heard. Obviously, the whole Dylan White Tyson Fury situation. It looks like it's on. Tyson Fury first tweeted about it, said it's on. To tweeted the promotional flyer, 
it's always at first I was just like, hmm. Tyson Fury says a lot normally. He tw- he's tweeted a lot before, so <laughs> I gotta take what he says at face value. But then obviously following on, we're seeing BT top rank all the um, all them not talk about it and post it. So it's telling me that it is official, it's going down. Tyson Fury didn't know why it's happening. Um I don't think they've announced a location yet, have they? So, no, um, announced date or location yet. Yeah, date location hasn't been announced, but it has gone to purse bids. And we've seen that um a purse bid, the purse bid was won by BT Frank Warren, 41 million was there. Top rank. And top rank, yeah, and top rank. I've said BT for this country, but yeah, back by top rank as well. Yeah. Um they they're winning bigger 41, 41 million outbid. Uh, Hearn and the zone, I think they put in 33 mil. If I, if I remember correctly, 32, 32, oh, so. yeah, 32, 33. Um, yeah, Frank was Frank was never going to allow Hearn to win this one. Um, I feel like if it was AJ, <laughs> boy, if it was AJ, Hearn's coming with the big bags, but yeah, I know Hearn was happy to concede the defeat on this one. It, it, BT and top rank, they have to have like on ESPN, they can't lose Fury, like that's their main guy. They got to make sure they win them purse bids to bring in the things. It would have been a disaster. Disastrous. Disaster. <laughs> they had to make sure they, they can't lose. Same thing if AJ was, if Hearn didn't win an AJ purse bid, that's disastrous it's, for AJ. AJ, AJ doesn't need to go to purse bids. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> you're going to eat good. <laughs> yeah, true, true. Um, um, I had a few people actually messaging me sort of like trying to explain what this purse bid situation is. So I, I feel like we should give, I guess, the listeners what, put like what are yeah, purse bids I, and what happens. So, Mm. Essentially, in a nutshell, jumping as well for those. Um, but yeah, essentially, in a nutshell, when fights get ordered between the two parties, they have a set number of days, I guess, to agree upon like fees in terms of like the purses that the fighters are going to have. That's going to be split between the fighters and networks. That's that's going to be showing the fight, etc. Basically, they've got a set number of days to agree all this stuff. And if they don't agree by this time, say it's like say it's sixty days, they've got sixty days to agree upon everything in terms of we're going to pay the fighters and whatnot. Then it goes to purse bids. And purse bids is basically like an auction. Whoever, open market, market, anyone can come in and put toward, put bids. They're submitting like a a, a, a a figure of money. It's 41 million, for example. And that 41 million is going to be, that's going to be the purse for the fighters for them to split between the two fighters, basically. And also that's going to discern which network the fight's going to land on in terms of who's going to show it. So Hearns bid 33 million. Uh, outcome in comes Frank Warren 41. Now, if Herman wanted to take it further, he could have bid 45. It keeps going just like an auction, open market. And as you said, anyone can come in. Another network now could have come in. So, example, we can use the Tiafimo Lopez versus George Cambosis fight, top rank bid, uh, Hearn, the zone bid, and out of nowhere, Triller came out of nowhere. Triller, who are now doing boxing, uh, came in and they won the post with a massive, massive bid. Um, so realistically, I'm just trying to think of another network. Um, someone, someone like, <laughs> let's say uh, Eurosport, Sky, could, Sky Sports, yeah, Channel yeah. Five could have come in with a fat bid of 48 million now, and out. And if Frank Warren or Hearn or whatever didn't want to bid no more, they would have won it, and it would have been shown on that channel. So that's sort of how it works, basically, in a nutshell. That's what first bids, yeah. what, how it works. I, I think. But obviously, just to make sure everyone's clear, that like, this is yeah. when a fight's ordered by the governing body. So if it's yeah. a mandatory shot, if yeah. it's a voluntary defence, then there won't be any purse bids. They'll just agree a deal outside of that. But when a fight's ordered, whether it's a mandatory yeah. or a uh, final eliminator or whatever, 
it's ordered by the governing bodies, then there will be purse bids. And obviously, it's not like you could just bid whatever you want. You have to put 10% up front. So they'll hold that in terms of... Yeah. Yeah, so basically WBC have a guaranteed 10% with yeah. Frank Warren and whoever has put up. Yeah. I'm not sure that's all coming from Frank <laughs> still. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah 100% not. <laughs> So yeah, BT and ESPN are coming through as well. <laughs> and obviously with the whole fiasco with Tyson Fury and um, Dylan White not being able to agree a deal, that's why it's then going to purse bids because exactly. they've had a set they, amount of days to agree I a think, deal. I think they had 60 days, didn't they? I think. The purse bids kept getting extended, so I'm not oh, okay. really sure what was going on. I think originally, I think I saw six, yeah, I think originally I saw 60 days they had to agree, but yeah. Um, and, and sometimes people won't agree a deal because like the W, we've discussed it before, the yeah. WC will yeah. have their set splits for each yes. yeah. deal. And it should have been 55%, 45%. So some people just hold out to person yeah. so they can get more money. Yeah, It's good for the fighters because that way they could almost earn, they won't be low-boards by their promoters or exactly. their contract deals. They yeah. can go to an open market and earn way more. Yeah. Like Cambosis and Teofimo Lopez. Exactly, yeah. Like, and this situation as well. we, we can confirm that this is the largest purse bid in history in terms of mm. for a, um, yeah, so congrats. I'm happy for Dylan, man. Um, so yeah, that 41 mil is going to split between both of him and Tyson, depending on what the split they, they've agreed upon or whatever. But also, um, they stand, to, they can make obviously more. That's just that split. That's just that, let's say, basic, I guess. They can still make more in terms of like for like pay-per-view income, gate receipts, all that kind of stuff can also come into play as well. So, yeah, man, they're both fighters are going to get paid. Um, and it's good news. It looks like this is the fact that it's gone to purse bids and that's all done. It's official, man. Tyson Fury, Dylan White. We just need, to, well, the final official, the final official bit will be the date and location. But yeah, we've seen fights have still flopped even getting this far. We've seen it many times before in boxing. So um, hopefully. Remember, Trilly didn't even host the fight. For exactly. Tiafimo is a massive situation. Yeah, it didn't even go down until in the end. They failed to put up the fight, so they went to the second highest bidder, which yep. was the zone. Yeah. So the zone put on the fight. Um, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's why. Flopped. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Um, but it looks like it's going down. Uh, I can't wait for this to happen. I'm excited already. I'm happy for Dylan. He finally gets his shot. But, but I have yeah, go on. <laughs> well, I just want to because I think what these lot have done, like you can say, okay, Eddie Hearns obviously bids a high a price so that these guys could bid a bit more yeah. and get his fire paid. Yeah. But BT have already patented it where they got the WBC to change their ruling from 55% to 45% split. Yeah. 80-20%. So they even though they've overpaid kind of thing and yeah. the whites got paid at the same time, they've kind of won because the split should have been way higher than that. Yeah. So they're giving him higher than what they initially wanted to do. It was just straight it wasn't would have been paid. It wasn't BT. Well, it was it was top rank that specifically requested that they change the split from eighty twenty. Yeah, okay. um, yeah. It was, it was specifically. Frank yeah. Oh no, it was it was actually Bob. It was really Bob. Uncle yeah, I Bob. Yeah, I it's um, always Bob. It's always Uncle Bob. <laughs> Frank really doesn't really have any say. Um, and yeah, with the whole situation as well, um, I think yeah, you sort of broke it down that you know for for mandatory defenses and whatnot, it's always a 55-45 split, but that it can be moved as far as seventy to seventy thirty. It can go as far as that. But yeah, top rank specifically, you know, spoke to WC and asked, can you make it 80-20, which was unheard of, which is why Dynamite was so pissed off. But um, yeah, that's that now. It looks like the fight's going ahead. 
when it's time to preview that fight, we will. Trust me. I've got because I've got boy. If I speak, I'll be in big trouble. So I'm going to say I've got certain <laughs> things. To... Okay. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> Woo. Mm. I've, I've got some thoughts on this one. I won't lie, but hey, I can't wait. When it goes down, we'll talk about. It. We'll talk about. It. We'll talk about it when it goes down. Let's not. Hopefully, hopefully it's soon. Hopefully, hopefully it's soon, it's man. Soon. No spoilers yet. But yeah, I and rumors is it's going to be April in Pittsburgh yeah, Stadium. I heard that's, April. The, that's the rumors. Yeah. Okay, I like that. It's good to have Tyson Fury back on home soil as well. He hasn't fought. Obviously, we knew when he was, we need Simon top rank. We, I think we said straight away, he ain't fighting the UK again for a long, long time. Like, mm. unless it makes sense. It has to make sense because they're just going to put him over America. He's, he's made his base now in America. Yeah. They love him over there. He's almost seen as an American fighter now. So, yeah, yeah it'd be good to have house, him back. Household name over there now. For real, man. He's bigger in America than AJ is. So, you know, he's there. So it's nice to, um, yeah, it's yeah, nice. He's more liked as well. You, yeah, Definitely. yeah. Um, they respect him. They respect him the hell of a lot. They do not respect AJ at all. <laughs> he's, he's, he's been there. He's been in the field. He's done the rounds. He's been yeah. visiting the WWE. He's and done all of that stuff. Feb, exactly. He's done the full press yeah. run. Yeah, he stopped buying all the usual spots, the Breakfast Club. You know, he's got, he's, he's got, he's got, <laughs> he's gone everywhere, man. So um, shout out to him, man. Um, deservedly a household name over there. But it's good to have him back on home soil again. Um, yeah, man, I look forward to this one. If it does happen, it's going to be, I think it's going to be a cracking fight, I won't lie. Um, I, I guess part, part of all these talks as well is obviously uh, we can confirm that AJ didn't accept no step-aside money. So, do you see something about apparently that it, they were both way to, well, AJ was ready to accept it, but in the 11th hour or something, or, yeah, the, the 11th hour, they then decided to try and ne- ne- renegotiate the price of the step-aside. Yeah, apparently he I, asked I saw for that, five million more. Yeah, that's what he, yeah, that's what they were saying that he asked for more, and that's what made the step aside fall through. That's what I heard. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's yeah. I think I heard that from Frank Warren that uh, yeah. yeah, that they agreed fifteen million or something, and then yeah. he asked for five million more to make it twenty, and that's when they decided to pull out. Yeah, uh, but you also hear it from Eddie Hearn's side that are uh, that what's it called? Tyson Fury was asking for step aside. But then he didn't mm. want to fight Usyk next. He wanted a warm up fight before fighting Usyk. Right. That, that was part of the reason why it fell through as well. Right. If you want to fight Usyk, then fight Usyk, not hold yeah. everything up by having a tune up fight and whatnot. And that was backed by Usyk's manager as well, saying that, yeah, we had the, the whole agreement plans, but you didn't want to take it. Mm. That, that your whole team were happy with it apart from yeah. you. So a lot of politics, a lot of back and forths, but at least we have a fight. I mean, we have two fights. Guaranteed. As I say, yeah, the obvious repercussions is, yeah, AJ Usyk now, there's no mm. blockers, no barriers. They can get that, you know, they can get that done now. And yeah, we'll see what's next. We'll see what's next after that. Um, everyone else, get active as well. Um, Deontay, if you're sticking around, you know, fight someone in the merit fight Andrew Weez or something. Andrew Weez, I don't know, all these other guys, they could fight each other whilst these, t- these main four sort themselves out. Everyone else should, you know, also, you know, start moving, start moving and shaking to position themselves as someone that's next up. Um, but yeah, cool. Because it, I'm happy with this news anyway, because the heavyweight division has been jarring me for too long now. Definitely the most political, just jarring division out there right now, man. This is so, so long. As I said before, I don't care about no undisputed no more, bro. I just want to see some scraps. Just scrap. Raw rumble thing. Everyone scrap. That's all I want to see now. So, um, <laughs> Um, let's uh, move on to, um, 
I guess our last sort of topic, I think. Um, yeah, regarding, we spoke about Uncle Bob already. Um, there's been some controversy, hasn't there, recently over Uncle Bob and certain comments that he's made. Um, I would say controversy. Oh, not controversy, but it's, it's, <laughs> yeah. there's, there's, been talk, there's been talks about what he said, I guess. Um, I yeah. guess there's a bit yeah. of a debate going on. Yeah, Flo, um, introduce the debate. Like, talk us through it. Okay, yeah, yeah. So um, the news is being Katie Taylor and Amanda Serrano has been confirmed. Uh, Matt Shroom and obviously Jake Paul's management sides in terms of Amanda Serrano have agreed the deal and the date. That's April 30th. And we've previously talked on this pod before that. Oscar Valdez versus Shakur Stevenson is close to being done on that same date. Yeah. And yeah, so given the situation, obviously when boxes, when two fights are going on the same day, there's always the debate which fight's the bigger fight or whatnot. Yeah. Eddie Hearn has been bullish saying <laughs> Katie Taylor versus their man of Serrano is bigger than Oscar Valdez and Shakur Stevenson. Yeah. And Shakur Stevenson has been bullish as well, saying, nah, ours is the bigger fight. And Boraram has come out and said, no one really cares about women's boxing it's not interested um i don't want to paraphrase him too too harshly but that was the gist of what he was saying he was like no offense to women's boxing but the numbers espn aren't interested in it and it's like comparing the premier league to women's football he said yeah shakur stevenson oscar Valdez is the bigger fight and that fight doesn't gather as much interest as his fighters fight so yeah, obviously, Jake Paul replied and said, Bob Harris is a dinosaur. Women not get their face shake in boxing because of people like him. And a lot of people in the boxing world have shared their two cents on it as well. So, obviously, yeah. I wanted us to discuss what we think is the bigger fight, what we think mm-hmm. about Bob Aaron's comments and all that. I just want to add as well, the reason why Jake Paul's left, left to the defence of women's boxing is because he actually manages Amanda, Amanda Serrano. Um, that's why he's jumped in. If anyone sort of thinks, oh, why is he talking up again? Jake Paul, yeah, yeah he's 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 a manager, Toronto's manager, um, and he's been doing very right by her, to be honest. Um, I've got to commend what he's doing with her. He's doing a great job of her. So, um, yeah, yeah, I man. Think, I think we tweeted saying, yeah, say what you want about Jake Paul, but what he's yeah. doing for Amanda Serrano, like you can see how thankful and grateful she, she is to him. Yeah, she always picks him up. Yeah, always picks yeah. him up. He's made made her made her a lot of money recently. He's always yeah. on, she's always on these undercards in these yeah. big fights. And yeah, he always has women on these undercards. So he's yeah. a big advocate for women's boxing. So you've got to commend him for that. He's giving back to the sports. Yeah. So 100. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. Um, I've already said before, Jake Paul's actually what he's like, what he's doing for boxing is actually very likable. He's yeah, you love him or hate him. He does, I think, care about the sport and wants fighters to be paid and wants them to do well. People but yeah, him. yeah. But back to this, I guess, debate in terms of what is the bigger fight. Um, what do you think? Oh. <laughs> it's weird. Um, Matt, I'm I'm actually going to say Katie Taylor, Man Serrano. I actually I think agree. it's, I I it's the bigger fight. Disagree. I no, think, I, I actually, agree, I actually I think it's the bigger fight. That's why I was like, Matt, I'm actually going to go with, yeah, I do think it's a bigger fight. Because it's been this has been hyped up for a long time. Mm-hmm. I think I mentioned it recently on on another episode. This fight has been in the makes in the works for three plus years, more than for that, in fact. They're both at the pinnacle. 
they're both considered the best in their weight classes or you know, around that weight class. Um, yeah, Katie Taylor herself, massive fan base over in Europe, UK, Ireland, etc., etc. Amanda Serrano's got a massive fan base over in America as well. They're both names. They actually are both names, to be honest. Um, that's why I think it's, it's, it's a bigger fight. If I'm compar- comparing it to Shakur and Oscar Valdez, but Valdez especially, huge fan base. Mexican fighter, Latino, we know what they're on. Shakur Stevenson is still an up-and-comer. I can't lie. In yep. terms of draw, markability, drawability, all that kind of stuff, Shakur is... We still have him on our people to watch list for 2022 because of that. Yes, we know this this kid is probably the future. Super, super talented, super skilled. We think he's going to go right to the very top. In fact, he almost is at the top already. He's taken belts off people, etc. But he still hasn't cracked it yet. He's still not there in terms of draw. And that's why I feel like it's very one-sided in terms of Valdez. Yes, we know he's going to bring, he's a draw. He's going to bring the fan base. But Shakur doesn't really marry up to that. Whilst Taylor Serrano are both draws, I think, in their respective arenas and whatnot. That's what I feel like. And like I said, it's been three or four years in the making. We've been waiting for this yeah. one for a long, long time. Um, that's why I'd say it's a bigger fight. Yeah, I, I agree with those points as well. And to add to that, even when you strip it back, one's an undisputed fight, one's yeah. a unification fight. Yeah. I think the impact of Katie Taylor and Amanda Serrano is much bigger than the impact of Oscar Valdez versus Shakur Stevenson. Agreed. This is going to be a, this is going to be the greatest women's fight of, that we've seen. It's, to this day, this is, will be the greatest women's fight of all time. Mm. It's, it's a huge fight. It's an undisputed fight with two champions who are both rated highly. This isn't one person going around and just collecting belts. These are two people who've been pitted against each other, built up for a long time. Yeah. And we've wanted to see, ever since Katie, yeah, like you say, since Katie Taylor started, it's always been a route to Amanda Serrano. These Every- two were on a collision course. Literally, each time <laughs> she fought, her, Amanda's <laughs> name was brought up every single time. And vice versa, when Amanda will fight, it's always Katie Taylor, Katie Taylor, one second, one second. Yeah, this is, yeah, they've made this route for them for time now. So, yeah. yeah. And when you de- when you think about it, we were surprised to hear that Shakira Stevens said that Oscar Valdez will fight. We said, we said that a blue. <laughs> like, where's this come yeah. from? Like, <laughs> yeah. Will, and like you say, even, okay, maybe the fight, with Shakur Stevenson and um, Oscar Valdez. Maybe it's a better fight. Maybe you could say that. More skilled. Maybe in, skill, in terms of boxing skills, for example, yeah. That, that's debatable still, but maybe you can say that. <laughs> Yeah. Maybe you could say, oh, it's bigger in America because of the Mexican draw that um, Oscar Valdez has. Yeah. Well, you're looking at all the Irish people that <laughs> can't take this brother. Globally, in the UK. In and in America. Yeah. In America, huge fight. Huge fight. And just for women's boxing in general, man. If that, for example, yeah, yeah, yeah. How, how we really want to cut, cut <laughs> slice it, and dice it, shake it? <laughs> how we want to, like, the only reason, the only reason why you're saying it is because women's boxing isn't as big. Yes, that's the, that's the only thing you can say. Yeah, but even so, this is monumental. It, when you look in the history books, this fight will be more memorable. Than yeah, Oscar versus Shakur Stevenson. Yeah, it's a great fight. Don't get me wrong, but bigger fight impacts, um, global impacts. Yeah. Reach it might. I think it will do more numbers than <laughs> Shakur Stevens and Oscar Valdez. I think so. But I think it yeah. might do more numbers. But yeah, I'm. I'm obviously Shakur Stevens is bullish saying this and that. But he's oh, in, no, but he's meant to. He's meant. He's meant to say that. 
and season well, he, he shouldn't, No, he's not. I don't think he should. <laughs> I don't think he should be saying that. I you know, he's he big, big, what, bigging up yeah. his own fight? Nah, he, no, he's all. Big, I, 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 I feel like bigging up his own fight. I feel like he's always going to big up. That yeah. So, no, I, so when he says his fight's bigger than Tyson Fury, AJ. <laughs> no, okay, no, he wouldn't. Yeah, he was not. Yeah, he wouldn't. Your fight isn't bigger. Your fight's a good fight. Don't say it's a small fight. Yeah, but this is more historic than your fight. Way more historic. So, we, are you speaking to, I guess, a lack of respect still to women's boxing? I guess from I, not from him as such. I think he's going to big up himself. He's going to be gassed. He thinks he's going to believe in his own source kind of thing. I'm a big yeah. Big that's why. That's what I meant in terms of. I feel like I'm not surprised he said that. You know, because he he's rates wrong, himself highly. Okay. <laughs> but Byron, is more disrespect. Again, I'm not surprised. He is a dinosaur. No, he is. Bob isn't. We've called for Bob to retire for time. <laughs> Bob is old school with it. And let's be honest, that is, and he's stubborn as well. Stubborn old school mentality who always, and there's a lot of people called out Bob for his, I guess, stubborn old school ways. The guy's 90 old. He's been doing this. He promoted for Ali for crying out loud. Uh, he's, he's, been, he's been around for a long, long time. Sometimes it's hard for these old timers to, I guess, change or, you know, go with the times. Um, so I'm actually not surprised to hear that from Bob. Um, I can understand why people will be disappointed by his response. Um, like I said, I think I said pre-pod uh, before we start recording, like, it's a shame, but because you, you can say, you don't have to, I guess, make the, comp- you know, make the like, example, the Premier League comparison to Women's Premier League is kind of rude, kind of, like, it's a bit, it's a bit deep. Um, and yeah, saying, you know, no one cares about women's boxing. Well, clearly that's not true <laughs> because people are on and people do rate it. Um, and it's peak for the fighters that are signed to top rank, the women's fighters that are signed to top rank in ESPN. I think Michaela Meyer signed to top rank in ESPN. Like that's hearing your boss say that, but no one cares about what you do. That's 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 kind of deep, man. You don't have to bash it in that sense to say your fight is bigger or whatever. Like you can just say we feel like our fight's bigger. Shout out to the ladies, though, they're doing their thing, yeah. something like that. You know, that's what I'm saying. That's all that was required. You didn't have to make that that silly like comparison, the, the football comparison. It wasn't really needed. Um, yeah. <laughs> Both great fights. Just, yeah. It's, yeah. Like, it's just not bigger. Yeah. <laughs> it's just not, yeah. I don't care. Like, I'm, I'm ready to die on that hill if anyone. Yeah, no, I. Yeah, listen, versus Oscar Valdez is bigger than Kane. I mean, Taylor listeners, we're happy to talk about it, debate if you like, if you like, yeah, message us, comment, you know, whatever. Pull up, yeah, come on, like, yeah, pull tell up. us your reasons why. <laughs> we'll pull up the end. <laughs> <laughs> but anyone could come on this pod, man. Pull up. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, but yeah, I agree. Uh, I feel like we fought. We, I guess, strapped in the pod. We do believe that Katie Taylor and Manasa Runner is a bigger fight than Shakur Stevenson, Oscar Valdez, and I stress again, both are incredible fights. Both fights I'll be tuning in f- into. I'll be watching both fights keenly. Um, yeah. Hopefully they're not on the state. Hopefully they're both not in America. I'm hoping the Cade. I don't, I, wait, have they announced? They haven't announced location yet, have they? For no, they haven't. Not, Serrano, because we know we know Oscar and Valdez's call will be in America, but Ooh, there's there's a potential. Watch, if you have to watch one, if you have to watch one, <laughs> that's a different uh, question. Now. And they, what, it, it was on at the same time. Yeah, they, 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 they wouldn't do it at the same time. But if it was on the same time, I if, if you have to watch one. If it was on the same time, it, it's, it's going to have to be a TV, a laptop thing at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> the political double tab, answer. Double tab thing, you get me? <laughs> the, the political answer. Yeah, double tab thing uh, still. Yeah. <laughs> but at least you know, might have to do Katie Taylor because that's going to be over quicker. 
obviously shorter rounds, yeah. less, yeah, shorter time um, in the rounds and lesser, yeah, in terms of like the time per round, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So it's I know that we by the time that's done, Shakur Stevenson, Santa Cruz would maybe be in like the what the like sixth round or something. So <laughs> you know what? That's even further affirm my position because if I had to mm-hmm. pick one hypothetically, just one to watch, yeah, it'll be Katie Taylor and Amanda Serrano. Mm-hmm. And I'll just watch the other one highlights. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'll do. Because both just, elite yeah, fights though. Both of them yeah. are amazing. Like both of them were like, just, wow. One's more historic for me. One's more historic. One's been built up for a long time. And like we say, one could be the last hurrah for these guys. That's the, yeah. the pinnacle for them. This yeah. is the pinnacle for Shakur Stevenson or Oscar Valdez. Facts. Whereas this fight is the pinnacle. This is yeah. the AJ Wilder of <laughs> yeah. that we wanted to see yeah. in the women's boxing. So yeah, that's my stance. I agree, man. I agree. Um we, we, we keep agreeing on things still. We need to... <laughs> I know you was banking on me saying Shaq and Oscar. <laughs> I, thought, I thought he was. I honestly thought I was ready to fight you. Yeah, I'm nah. Like, yeah, we're going to I, 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 I had to give it some... I thought, wow, I'm actually going to say, yeah, Katie Tate, I'm going to give it to the ladies. I, I think Obviously, that is... A lot, of people, a lot of people have been saying Shakur Stevenson. But to be fair, a I, lot of people have been backing the women's fighter saying, bro, you're fucking... And, and like I said, I suspect also the people saying Shaq and Oscar might not be in tune with women's boxing like we are, for example. It is still up and coming. It still isn't the main draw. Like, it's still up and coming. So, a we'll lot see, of people... If you, a, if you like boxing, if you watch boxing, you're sleeping on a rock if you don't know about Katie Taylor and Amanda Serrano. Yeah. Nobody's. Yeah. Yeah. If you regularly watch boxing, yeah. you're not telling me you don't know about that one. Mm. Yeah. I, I, you can't say you know you know about Oscar Valdez and Sean Chris Stevenson, but you don't know about them and you're regular watch your boxing. You can't say that. You're lying. <laughs> You're lying. <laughs> You're lying. What? Well, so you, you, you can't. <laughs> can't. Is any casual saying to me, oh, yeah, Shakur Stevenson, Oscar Valdez, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. It's true, bro. It's, yeah, it's, it's true because, yeah, Shakur Stevenson and Oscar Valdez themselves aren't even like, like they're still hardcore boxing fans, guys. No, not mm. casual, casual. Especially Shakur. <laughs> yeah. Shakur is still a young buck in this game, man. He's still a young buck. Unless you're so, Mexican. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, they're not household names, both of them, at all. So, yeah, man, be intrigued to see, intrigued to see in terms of numbers wise, what what which one does. Obviously, it's it might be tough to compare because it's going to be different platforms in terms of oh no, different models. Shakur, Oscar, will, actually ESPN. Mm, yeah, pay per view. It will be pay per view. They'll probably make a pay per view. They'll stick on pay per view, I think. And obviously, the zone. We still don't know about this the zone pay per view thing, but I'm going to assume for now. At, you know, at the moment of saying this, they're still going to use the streaming model. So, because it's streaming, it might be a bit difficult comparing the streaming numbers as opposed to the pay-per-view figures. I don't um, even know if it's on the zone. I don't even know. It might even be on... I'm not even sure. Okay, it's there. It will be. What, what, what platform does Finger use? What's his name? Jake Paul always use. Is it is Serrano? It it, yeah, it's Triller. Yeah. I think he can't deliver nothing. It's going to be on the zone. It's, it's going to be the zone. It's, it, as I say, it can't be. I, can only, I don't think Eddie's going to allow that anyway. It's like, no, nah, it's going to be the zone. It's going to be the zone. Um, so, yeah, it's different. Because they've got different models, it'll be difficult to compare, I guess. But, um, yeah, I'm pretty sure ESPN will put that on pay-per-view. I'm sure they will. I'm pretty sure they will still. Um, but, yeah, man, both elite fights and on that day we're eating, regardless, as fans. We're tuning to both of them. Hopefully, I, I assume they'll be at different times because promoters don't like... Like, yeah, if it's, yeah. it'd be nice if Kate Taylor is, is in the UK, 
or somewhere, for example, Boston, big Irish population, throw it in Boston or something, and then Shaq and Santa Cruz can be somewhere like in LA or wherever, you know, where there's a big Hispanic population, maybe somewhere. So different times, or do you get me? So we can, so we're able to check out both fights. (laughs) But yeah, cool. Um, Let's leave it there, man. Great episode. Um, Yeah, man. Can't wait for next week, man. We've got some boxing back, man. Tune in next week, review some fights. Like, good stuff, man. Um, But yeah, it's been episode 75 of the Strap Season Podcast. Once again, I've been your boy, Cam. I'm your boy, Flows. Thanks for keeping it locked. Check us out on all the streaming platforms. Peace.